The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty Father, whose dear Son on the night before he suffered instituted the sacrament of his body and blood, mercifully grant that we may receive it thankfully in remembrance of Jesus Christ our Lord, who in these holy mysteries gives us a pledge of eternal life and who now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall mark for you the beginning of, mo beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the tenth of this month, they are to take a lamb for each family, a lamb for each household. If a household is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join its closest neighbor in obtaining one. The lamb shall be divided in proportion to the number of people who eat of it. This is how you shall eat it. Your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of the Lord. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both human beings and animals. On all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And no plague shall destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be a day of remembrance for you. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm appointed for this evening is Psalm 116. And if you're following along in the bulletin, it's on page 2. And if you are following along in the prayer book, you can find it on page 2. 759. We're going to read verse 1 and 10 through 17. Verses 1 and 10 through 17 in unison. I love the Lord because he has heard the voice of my supplication. Because he has inclined his ear to me whenever I called upon him. How shall I repay the Lord 
for all the good things he has done for me. I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his servants. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. The poet George Herbert wrote a poem that personifies love. The poem is, Love bade me welcome, yet my soul drew back, guilty of dust and sin. George Herbert goes on and on to talk about love. And his idea of love here is an image of Jesus. What is it that happens when Jesus enters the room? What is Jesus, what is love up to when love enters into your life? Well, tonight on Maundy Thursday, Holy Thursday, we get a very, very clear, clear picture of what Jesus, of what love is up to as it enters into our room, into our homes, into our space, into our week. What is love up to during this Holy Week as we move with love toward the cross? Well, I don't know about you, but there was once a time in my life when I didn't necessarily get Jesus. I didn't necessarily understand what he was all about. I knew he was the Son of God. You know, I'd read all of that, went to seminary. Um, but I didn't get Jesus in the same way that I kind of got God or connected with God. I didn't have that same sort of connection with Jesus. And I didn't have that sort of connection because I didn't truly understand what love looked like until I experienced a foot washing ceremony. And it was with a college, a group of college students. I served as a, a campus minister for a number of years. And I really, um, I love those kids. And, you know, they were goofy kids. And I was like, oh, we're going to have a foot washing. We're going to wash each other's feet. It's going to be Monday, Thursday. And they were like, ho, 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 that's going to be gross. No, no, no. And they made the jokes. You know, oh, I don't want to do that. That's gross. But then we started, and it was transformative. I remember those kids took it so seriously, and they handled each other's feet with, with affection and with intimacy, and all the jokes went right out the door. And it was a beautiful, beautiful example, and I believe 
that love entered the room that night in the hands and in the faces of those young adults. And I think that that's what happens every time we come together to do a service of foot washing. Love enters in. Intimacy enters in. There's a line in the gospel that you're going to soon hear. Um, Jesus prepares before this meal, before the meal even starts. He takes off his outer garments and he invites his disciples uh, to a foot washing. He says, I'm going to wash your feet. And you got to understand that this was very, very uh, countercultural because back in that day, the student never had his feet washed by the teacher. The master never washed the feet of the servant. So this is a complete reversal of what society would have expected. The master washing a disciple's feet, a teacher washing a student's foot, this was radically countercultural. Yet this is what love looks like in this Jesus. It is a turning upside down of what society expects. And so this night is all about what love looks like through the lenses of this Jesus. It's all about showing the world, showing his friends what love looks like. And it is an act of humble service, an act of intimacy, an act of vulnerability, an act of opening ourselves up in the presence of our loved ones and our neighbors. Now tonight, we would typically gather in this space and we would wash each other's feet because that's what Maundy Thursday means. It means it comes from mandate or mandatum, which is a new commandment. The new commandment is that I want you to love one another. And I want you to love one another in a particular way. And this is what it looks like. This act of humble service. We would come together naturally, typically on Monday, Thursday, and we would wash each other's feet because that's what Jesus told us to do. And so I'm particularly aware of the fact that you and I can't necessarily touch each other. Uh, tonight, Matthew, my husband, and I will wash each other's feet on behalf of all of you, on behalf of all of us who can't come together. But I do invite you, wherever you are, if you have water nearby or even a damp towel, to wash the feet of your spouse, of your partner, of your family, and I guarantee you that love will enter the room and will transform the experience. Jesus says tonight, I give you a new commandment that you love one another. And what I have done to you, you must do to others. So especially in this time of being apart, may we appreciate and meditate on the power of touch, the power of being together, the power of coming together in vulnerability, the power of coming together in service. And may we all come together 
soon. Love one another as I have loved you. How has love entered into your life tonight? How has love entered into your world during this time? And how will love enter into your life as we move through this holy week and toward resurrection? Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, he got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. You will never wash my feet. Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table. Jesus said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the people, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment 
that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Thank you. 
and maybe you're engaged in your own foot washing in your own home. And if that's the case, please, please continue as we pray. On this holy night, as we remember Jesus at table with his friends, let us pray for the church and the world, saying, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, you wash the feet of your disciples. Give us humility to receive your living water as a sign of life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You shared a room and a meal with your friends. Give us compassion for all who are hungry and homeless and move us to reach out to meet their needs. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You observed the Passover as a faithful Jew. We repent of the anti-Semitism that blinds us to your love for all your people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. On this night, you gave us the gift of Holy Communion your body and blood shed for the world. Help us to receive this gift thankfully and lovingly. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, you ate with friends who would betray and deny you. We pray for forgiveness and healing for betrayers and those whom they harm. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As we are separated tonight by disease and dread and fear and anxiety, we pray for unity and peace for your divided people and wisdom for our leaders. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We know that your healing touch is conveyed by dedicated medical workers and all who work to end this pandemic. We pray for their safety and endurance. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, you command us to love one another. Open our hearts to pray for all who are ill, bereaved, lonely, and oppressed, especially those that we name now, silently or aloud. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As we remember your death and resurrection, we pray for all who have died and now rest in your peace, especially those we name now. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O oh God, into your love we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, hear the prayers of your people and what we have asked faithfully. Grant that we may obtain effectually to the honor and glory of your name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
And before we move into the offertory, I just want to take one more moment to um, welcome you all to this uh, online worship experience. Uh, there are a number of services lined up ahead, and you can find them all at stpaulsrva.org. Um, we're now moving into that part of the service that we commemorate tonight, the Lord's Supper. And uh, I will be receiving communion on behalf, again, on behalf of our community. Um, so I hope that you will join me in spirit as we move into this, um, this celebration of love when Christ offers himself to the world. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift our hands to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For our sins, he was lifted high upon the cross, that he might draw the whole world to himself. And by his suffering and death, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who put their trust in him. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, 
and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Gracious Father, in your infinite love, you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, in constancy, and in peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen.
And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Faithful God, in the wonder of your wisdom and love, you fed your people in the wilderness with the bread of angels, and you sent Jesus to be the bread of life. Though we cannot consume these gifts of bread and wine together, we thank you that we have received Christ's presence, the forgiveness of sins, and all other benefits of Christ's passion. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we embody your love. May we be renewed for your service. And may we be reflections of the awakened and risen Lord. Amen. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. the blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. And now we pray together. Holy God, source of all love, on the night of his betrayal, Jesus gave his disciples a new commandment to love one another as he loved them. Write this commandment in our hearts. Give us the will to serve others as he was the servant of all, who gave his life and died for us, yet is alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. 